The positive actions you take today will lead to positive outcomes in the future. I want you to put your thinking cap on and think of your most amazing future. I'll even give you a few seconds. What does that look like? What actions will you have to take to get there? It's different for everyone, but whatever that may look like for you, why delay? It starts today. It's time to act to the future. A podcast hosted by Jake Johnson. Our next guest embodies the phrase act to the future unlike anyone else. And he's the perfect person to kick off the Dream Chasers series. If you have a dream or a goal you want to accomplish, get ready for an awesome conversation and a bone-chilling story of how betting on yourself will pay off. I hope it can encourage you to do the same. Hello, Act to the Future fam. Back with another episode. And boy, oh boy, am I excited for our next guest. You may know, if you're from Green Bay, he's like a hometown hero. If you're from Las Vegas, he also is a hometown hero. Hopefully, I didn't give it away yet. <laughs> but I am here with uh, Alec Ingold, the fullback for the Oakland Raiders, and also Walter Payton, Man of the Year. Alec, how are we doing today? What's up, Jake? It's good to be back home. Um, it's good. We were just up at a cabin. We were just talking about that. So it's good to be back in Wisconsin. Uh, obviously, it's early July, so we're about four weeks away from training camp. So things are ramping up for us here. It's, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm juiced. He's juiced. You hear that, everyone? <laughs> well, the juice will be loose in the, today's podcast. Uh, for a little background, those who don't know, uh, Alec and I, we actually share the same birthday. So tomorrow's our birthday. You'll hear this in a couple months from now. So we're just going to reflect on year 24. Uh, and then also, Alec is... Uh, he's helped me kind of take the leap of faith setting this podcast. So uh, he's going to tell a little story on, you know, the crossroads he hit when he was like, you know what, do I stick with my job at Oracle, which is a great offer, or go uh, go for broke and uh, bet on himself. So we're going to cover a lot today as well as the, you know, the hero questions being the hero of today's episode. With that being said, we're super excited to have you, Alec, and um, yeah, how do you feel? It's the last day of 24. You know, for me, I was like, this is a, the year of the Mamba mentality. Would you say you'd share the same uh, same philosophy? Uh, I don't know if I would share the same, like, year 24 deal. Um, yeah, I'm excited. It's I, I'm always looking for more. I feel like that's just the nature of the beast with, you know, my profession and everything. So a new birthday just kind of sets a, a new reflection point of, like, looking back, but then also – writing new goals down, kind of finding those new mentality words that I need to find, kind of finding those phrases when I get hit with adversity this year, what am I going to lean back on? What am I going to rely on? And then, you know, getting that action plan out, writing it all out uh, so I can see it. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what I feel like a birthday is at this point in my life. It's really no celebration. I feel like comfortability, celebration, all that stuff is like a very dangerous thing in this world. So uh, it's it's definitely a moment of reflection, and then it's a moment of like, okay, what am I going to attack next? And I know that's that's something you were talking about all year twenty four. It was mm-hmm. Mamba attack, relentless. So you know that's that's definitely something I stole from you a little bit. Awesome. Well, that makes me feel good knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But yeah, you you kind of talked about that. You know, 
celebration, obviously, you got to celebrate every now and then, but there is some danger in doing that. Uh, I know whenever I get complacent, I've gotten kind of complacent with my work recently, and now I'm kind of, you know, biting myself for it. Like, why did I do that? You know, you got to keep the, the pedal to the metal. Dude, I swear I have like anxiety attacks whenever it's like, I feel like I'm letting off the gas even a little bit because I know someone out there is putting their foot on the gas even more. So mm-hmm. is that how you're feeling with 24 up to 25? Like, how are you, you know, operating with your birthday? Yeah, it's it's really weird. You know, as I was kind of explaining before we started, today's just been a whirlwind of a week. Yeah. Uh, but luckily I'll have tomorrow off. So I'll take some of that time to reflect. And uh, I also, you know, about a week ago, with it being halfway through the year, I was just kind of looking over some of my goals that I set at the beginning of the year. And, you know, a lot of them are still the same, but some of them, uh, I have different priorities now. So just making that shift. uh, And yeah, I'm feeling great, man. It's just really weird to think that I'll be 25, half a, or a quarter of a century old, which. Yeah, we're old men now, bro. (laughs) We're we're old men now. It's tough. I remember being in this basement, like messing around high school. And I was like, shoot. I saw your little sister's graduation party stuff still hanging up in the garage. I was like, man, we are getting old. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's kind of funny. Uh, we were talking about this uh, Bible study the other day. You know, as a kid, you just rush to grow up. Uh, but then when you're finally old, you can't. There's some days where you're like, oh, I wish being, I wish I could go back to those days. Yeah. We're mid twenties now, bro. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> super crazy, but it's super cool to see uh, how things have progressed. Uh, you know, we back in high school could always tell, you know, whether Al goes in football, wrestling or just the business world, he's going to do something. And here you are now today um, going into your third year in the NFL. So that's super exciting. I mean, what uh, I say all that, what's really pushing you for this next year? I know this is a contract year, so it's a big year for you. But what's uh, what are some things you've been working on? Yeah, I feel like I have a lot of like inner motivation going on right now. Uh, you know, I have a lot of fears that I'm getting good at talking about. So like you think about the two types of motivation you have, right? You have the positive motivation, the the contractor you brought up, like people can work for money or they can work for a Super Bowl ring or wins, whatever that is, like you get rewarded. But then there's also that fear factor, right? What's right behind you? What's chasing you? And I'm doing some motivational speaking right now and talking a lot, opening up a lot about my adoptions and um, how that process has kind of shaped me and and my biggest fears in life and how uh, I'm deeply rooted in not being good enough because of adoption. Right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that can be a, a that's a fear that walks with me every single day of my life and understanding that both of those things, you know, fears and the positive things are motivating me but they're very temporary. Like those, mm-hmm. th- that's moment of like passion and, and there, there's, there's not a whole lot of substance to those fears or those rewards when you think about when stuff really hits the fan. And that's where I'm finding a lot of inner peace. That's, that's God, that's your foundation, that's your purpose in life and, and spreading love and impact for other people. So that's where Walter Payton Man of the Year comes in. That's, that's where those rewards, you know, it might seem like that's great, but it's not the purpose of why you do something. And mm-hmm that's kind of what I'm finding right now. And when you're talking about, you know, back in the day, you knew something was going to happen. You know, I was chasing those, those external motivators. And right now I'm just so driven and cause I love what I do. I love what I, I get to wake up. I get to work out. I get to play a game for a living mm-hmm. and I, there's fears of not being good enough and getting cut. There's, there's rewards of getting big contracts and winning a Super Bowl ring and all mm-hmm. those things. 
But at the end of the day, I love playing football. I love going outside for work and, and catching a football and running as hard as I can and playing with my boys. So yeah, that's, um, that's kind of where I'm at right now with this motivation piece and, and like why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm, I'm finding that purpose of impacting people, uh, talking to other people, reaching out and, and being a positive influence in whether you're religious or not to, to spread some sort of love into your life. Cause I feel like that's, that's what we're all here for. Yeah, definitely. We're all here for a reason. And, uh, I really liked what you said about fears because that just kind of brings me back to conversation that you and I had earlier this, uh, this year, I was telling you, you know, I kind of want to do this podcast, but I was a little on the fence and you asked me what I feared. And I, I was like, Whoa, that's, that's a deep question. But I really thought about it. What I fear is feeling like I didn't live up to my potential, mm-hmm. uh, living life with, uh, with regrets. And I don't want to have that. And you talked about the fear of not being good enough. Uh, and I, I think, I'm glad you said that because sometimes there's a negative connotation on fear mm-hmm. or stress and anxiety. But I think sometimes a little bit of fear, a little bit of stress, it's kind of what you need to push and uh, get to that next level. Yeah, it's motivating for sure. It's a different type of motivation, right? You don't want you don't want a lot of it. You don't want a, less, a lot of stress or anxiety in your life. And you know, I'm definitely one that deals with that mental side of things a lot, mm-hmm. um, whether it's expectations or whatever. But again, that's external. Yeah, it's, it's what people are thinking about you. That's what you're afraid of. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. not reaching that potential. What is potential? And, you know, I think once you can find that purpose, you find a lot of peace in, you know, I'm just doing this because I love it. You know, you love yeah. having these conversations and learning from another person like that's that's powerful. Definitely. Yeah. It's, and it, it doesn't feel like work. Sometimes it obviously does because you, you got to put in the work. In, mm-hmm. But yep. it's it's easy to flow with it. It's something that you can get up and you're like, I'm excited. I'm ready to attack it and win the day. So yep. I'm glad you brought that It's up. sustainable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you share um, kind of the story that you shared with me where you hit that crossroads? Uh, I know it, but I thought it was a great story and I'd love it uh, for you to share with some of your listeners. Yeah. Uh, obviously I was not, everything was great in college going through it. Um, you know, getting benched your junior year after, you know, you put a lot of your identity in being better all the time and and growing and progressing and being a better athlete. And I took a step back for the first time in my career, junior year of college, uh, just turning 21 uh, in Wisconsin, a lot of buddies there and a lot of distractions. Um, And then, you know, you get to that point where your parents call you up like, hey, it might might be time to look for a job. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. you've kind of always in the back of your head thought the NFL was it, but then you're kind of like, oh, shoot, this is like reality starting to set in. So, yeah, I had to go to a job fair. Uh, I had to get a suit on and start taking some of those, I don't know, what's the word, resources that the, the university gives student-athletes or all, all students uh, able to go in, get your resume worked out, get a cover lever, letter written up, and, and then start going talking to these companies. I remember going to the Kohl Center at Wisconsin and I had my suit. I was about 25, 26% body fat, super overweight. And at the time and, uh, going through, and I just remember seeing, uh, Oracle set up and it was, you know, in the, in the facility, whatever. And the line was so long, bro. I had no idea what Oracle was. I don't know what the deal was, but everyone wanted to be at that booth. And so I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go to these other stations around. I'm going to talk to these people. I'm going to kill some time. The line dies down at the end. I go up, there's nobody there. I shake the person's hand. I try and 
ham it up because everyone is just like filling out their name, like their email, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to actually talk to this person. Hopefully they can like remember me something. So I start talking to them. We start kicking it. I realized that tech sales is like a, a serious moneymaker right now. You can go oh, to yeah. Silicon Valley or Houston, Texas and make a million dollars. And so I kind of figure that out. I put my name down and they're like, okay, give me a call. This is my boss's email. We'll make sure you get like a phone interview, yada, yada, yada. So I send all my stuff over to her. Uh, I wait for the email, get the phone interview. And I, I do all this preparation, right? I'm, I'm like working hard, trying to figure everything out, writing everything out, doing my research on Oracle, hit that first phone interview. And it was really just like a 10 minute conversation. It was just mm-hmm. like, who are you? What, what's this all about? So, oh man, like, okay. Like I kind of like the student athlete stuff. I'll t- talk to my boss. So, okay. Another phone interview. About two weeks later, I get on the phone. I did more research. I, I redid my cover letter, trying to really get this job nailed down. The guy really likes me. He's like, okay, we're going to get you an in-person interview. You're going to crush it. I'm going to like put in a special word to this guy who's going to mm-hmm. do the interview. I'm like, sweet. All right. So I go to this interview, the, the career center, whatever, at Wisconsin. I go upstairs. I walk out the elevator and there's like 100 people there waiting for the same interview, the same guy. I was like, you've got to be, you've got to be shitting me. Yeah. Like, we're going to have, you, you just had 100 people come in and they all did these phone interviews and everyone's all this great, like, hoorah, rah. Like, obviously the line was super long, but now I'm sitting there with my freaking suit on and a stack of papers in my hand and everyone looks exactly the same. Like, oh God, I know my GPA isn't as good as this person. And this yeah. per- I saw this person in the business school. I'm not in the business school, so I'm stressed. I get in there. Uh, I did the prep. I, I did the whole, you know, work hard, this whole motivation idea. And by the end of the interview, the guy shakes my hand. He's like, you got the job. Like, I don't really care about all these. Like, you got the job. Don't worry about it. You call your parents. We'll send you like an official description, whatever. You got the job. I was pumped. I go, I had a Nissan. Yeah, yeah. No, I was in, I had a, I was driving out a rusted Nissan, 05 Nissan Pathfinder at the time. And the bass was ridiculous in that thing. I put on Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares, all the way up. Like, normally the dial goes to like 12. I was at like 16. <laughs> I was going nuts, like just bumping all the way home. Super pumped. I get into the house to celebrate with my roommates, and they're both at class. It was like yep. the middle, middle of the day on Wednesday. It's like, shit. So I, I called my parents. My mom was in the school, so she couldn't really have the conversation. She's like, I'm happy, but like, we can talk about this later. Mm-hmm. Dad was in some business meetings, so he couldn't really talk about things. So I have this suit and tie on. Nobody wants to talk to me about this job that I just got. I'm pumped about it. Like, I can go to Boston. I can go to Houston, Silicon Valley. I can do whatever I want. I'm super pumped. And I just kind of like sit down. And all of a sudden, that, that tie just did not sit right on my neck all of a sudden. Like, I was getting mm-hmm. like claustrophobic. Oh, I hate ties. So I, I took that off right away, like unbutton. And then like the jacket was like getting really hot. So I took that off. And then it was like a moment of, I had to like go look at myself in the mirror, like cool off, put some water in my face. Like I was having like a flash attack. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I just saw the next 40 years of my life doing sales when I still had a senior season of football to be played. And that was kind of the moment of like self-realization of where I just put myself and like, how I was kind of self-sabotaging myself so I didn't have to face that major fear of not being good enough. Mm-hmm. Because the real fear was, what if I actually tried my hardest in football? What if I gave it my absolute all and just, I was that try-hard, sweaty kid that always like worked hard, stayed extra, all that shit, and then I still wasn't good enough. And like I wasn't comfortable with my own self, my own core to like face that fear in the mirror. Mm-hmm. 
And then that moment, I was like, I would rather send it. Absolutely go all in, balls to walls, to try and fix what I had wronged and do this football thing for real than live the rest of my life doing sales. Yeah, because thinking what if maybe like what if yeah having that regret and i'm not saying sales is bad or i'm not saying business is bad or anything like people find passion and, and you can absolutely crush it in, in all of those fields and, and you can find so much meaning and purpose and being in a team and all that stuff is great mm-hmm. but i i love the locker room i love going outside i love going to work in sweatpants bro like i love having a beard like all that stuff and that was a moment where i'm like i have to chase this passion this purpose because then I can have that meaning. I can have that drive every single day. I already had like little glimpses of it. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's go all in. Let's push the chips to the table. Let's see what happens. And at the end of the day, if I'm not good enough and that big fear of, you know, from being adopted and and never really facing that, it was time to grow up and face it at that point. So that was kind of like a great day in, yes, I got a, a great job from Oracle. I was super pumped about it. But also it was like, Let's do this thing for real. Let's chase a dream. I know it sounds nuts. I'm not on anyone's draft radar. I'm going to go all in because that I, it's just something about it that is just purposeful behind it. And I need to be in a football locker room. So exactly. that was that. That was that moment. That's so awesome. Thank you for sharing. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in sales too, but to, to Alex's point, it wasn't filling his bucket, you know. Going after chasing a dream, there's a lot of, uh, I think, purpose and meaning and, and joy behind it. Because even on the crappiest, worst days, like, hey, at least I'm chasing something that I love, something I care about, and something that I want to be a part of my big picture. Yeah, that, I mean, that was, that's where I, I, I just knew that there had to be a change, and it was an attitude change. It was, it was everything. Night and day difference of, of the commitment level I was willing to give myself to face that fear one day. And then I had to do that because <laughs> people told me I wasn't good enough and they didn't draft me. So, you know, that's a, that's a whole other story. Yeah, hashtag undraft. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But uh, I love that, you know, it's kind of like Michael Jordan. I took it personal. Yeah. You got that chip on your shoulder. Uh, and although you went undrafted, you've done so much on the field and off the field. Uh, how do you feel from that moment, thinking about that day, to where you are now? How do you feel? Probably like you're not done yet. You're just scratching the surface. I'm a lot hungrier, a lot more aggressive, a lot more motivated to do so much more. I've, I've, I'm starting to understand like, okay, so there's a, I don't know, Brandon Copeland. He's a, he's a UPenn uh, professor. He teaches Life 01 at the University of Penn, Wartburg School, Wharton School of Business. Mm-hmm. He's an NFL linebacker for like eight years all at the same time. He's doing this in the off season. It's crazy, like absolutely nuts. And when I was starting to build out my financial literacy program, I gave him a call. I, I you know, DM'd him, whatever. And we got on the phone, and one of, the, one of the last things he said, I don't know if you remember saying this, but I remember him saying it. He's like, Alec, not a whole lot of people are wired like us, so stop trying to pretend or stop expecting them to act like we do. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about business professionals. He's talking about people that, you know, when he wants to be, when he wants to do something, he knows he is the top 1% in his field at football. And a lot of those skills can translate off the field. So stop trying to expect other people just because they're in that field to operate or they're wired to accomplish the the things the same way that you are. Mm -hmm. And 
when he told me that, and I've seen everything he's done, and he's about five, six years ahead of me in his lifespan, in his career, that opened up a whole new school of thought for me and how I can find that purpose, that, that intrinsic motivation, and then also to be able to say, okay, we can do a lot of stuff here. If you were seriously tied into that purpose, to, the, to your purpose that God gave you and to absolutely use all of the gifts that he gave you, you don't get burnt out, bro. I'm telling you, you don't. And, you know, people can listen to this and they can be skeptical and they can be like, oh, well. You know, easy for you. Yeah, easy yeah. for you, whatever that is. But I'm telling you, when you find that purpose, when you find that feeling, that heart, and when God is talking to you and he's speaking to you and he can help you impact lives and spread joy and love into other people's worlds, there's a lot of power in that, bro. There's a lot of conversations, a lot of volunteer work, a lot of things that you can do to recharge that battery. No matter how, mm-hmm. how low it gets drained or some other people might say you're drained out, a lot of those conversations bring you right back up to the top and you're able to, to build some sustainability in the actions that you're doing on and off the field. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, you, you said a lot of great things there. For those, we had this conversation uh, a few weeks ago, you know, how do you know what your purpose is? And it's a tough question because I think, you know, you have multiple... You, Right now you have a purpose, but that same purpose won't be your pur- your purpose 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line. It's probably similar or, you know, building off of each other. But how do you find that one thing where you're like, you know what, this is why I was born. This is why I was put on earth. This is why I've gone through all that crap I went through. This is why I've gone through all this awesome stuff I've went through. How do you know or how, how did you feel like you knew what that was? I, I mean, you got to redefine it. Different moments of life, like you're saying. So, you know, a FCA, FCA guy out in Las Vegas, he told me there's three, uh, there's three different phases to your life. You're either going into a storm, you're in a storm, or you're leaving a storm. Mm-hmm. But there's always a storm coming. And, you know, those different lessons that you have to learn can obviously give you purpose through that. And, and God's always going to be walking there with you. So, you can't, I mean, everyone's different. I can't tell somebody how to get tied into their purpose. I have a lot of mindset things I like to talk about, yep. a lot of ways to find your own inspiration, listen to yourself, meditation. But at the end of the day, you can't tell somebody what their purpose is going to be if they're not ready for it. Definitely. And a lot of times <laughs> when you're ready to ask for some help and say, hey, put the hand up, be like, I'm not good enough for this, or, or somebody needs to help me, a big man above can, can help you out. A lot of times if you listen to them, you'll hear that purpose. So um, yeah, I can't, everyone goes through adversity different ways, but you got to go through it to be able to kind of find that, that meaning in your life. Definitely. And I love what you said, cause I actually did a, a speech in high school about relationship versus religion. What I'm hearing you say is it's about your relationship with God. Right. And that's how you determine your purpose. Mm-hmm. But I have a different relationship. hundred percent. So that's how I determine my purpose. Yep. And for those of you out there who don't have that relationship, it's something definitely worth considering because uh, he, there's so many times I'm like, I don't know how, I could have not done this by myself. You know? Right. Uh, there's so many things that he can do that I can't do. And uh, it's just, it's really cool to know that the creator of the universe <laughs> is on our side. Yeah. It's, it's wild to think about. There, there's a blueprint that you can follow. It's called the Bible. There's yep. a lot of rules in it, um, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of lessons in it too. So Definitely. no doubt. Definitely. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Uh, overall, I'm, I'm feeling really motivated, really pumped right now. Let's move over to those final questions. 
uh, where we talk about your character, your hero. Uh, so which character would you want to be if any movie or story, which character would you want to be and why? Yeah, I, I don't know if you know this or not. Uh, my favorite movie growing up was The Sandlot. You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I watched the VHS tape on Sandlot so much that like the, the tape broke. Like the inside, like when you rewind it, yep. like that broke. I watched it all the way. And I think Benny the Jet Rodriguez would be the number one person I'd ever want to be. Because, you know, he, he could have gone to play at wherever – Little league he could have played at, but he played with the Sandlot kids. And, you know, mm-hmm. those were his day one crew. You know, I, the way that he was able to, you know, be that hero in that movie and everything he embodies of, you know, courageousness and uh, just being with his boys. Like, that's that's how I feel like I wanted to grow up. And, mm-hmm. you know, Green Bay, Wisconsin is no Sandlot. Like, there's a lot more <laughs> civilization around us. Yep. But at the same time, you had that nine group of friends that we still stay in touch, still stay in that same group chat. And it's like, those are the people that you grew up with and you want to make proud and you want to bring along with you and do a lot of things with. So um, Benny the Jet Rodriguez is the king, man. I, I love that hero. Hell yeah. You know, Saturdays aren't for the boys. Every day is for the boys. Right? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You got to stay stay loyal to the people that were there from uh, day one. Amen. So taking that on to the next question, if we were to create a movie about you, who knows? Someday there might be. No. Who knows? But who would you want to play as you? I don't know. I, I think some kid from right down the street, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't know his name, don't know his story or whatever, but I would want somebody from this area that we're sitting in right now to come up. And if they wanted to be an actor and everyone made fun of them because their, their teacher said, pick something else because, mm. you know, being an actor, going to Hollywood isn't, you know, that doesn't happen very often. I'd want that kid to be in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we had to go through that. We had to go through some people from our hometown telling you stuff about a podcast and good, bad, or indifferent. People mm-hmm. told me all the time, NFL, like, pick a different profession for a reality day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like someone with a big dream of being an actor from Howard Swamico, Wisconsin, I'd want them to play in a movie. Definitely. Someone who's hungry, who wants it, who's willing <laughs> to, you know, lay all the chips on the table. And from the same spot we're from. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're surrounded by Green Bay Packers stuff right now. so I'm in hostile territory. Yeah. John Gruden, if you're listening, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> sorry, but uh, moving forward, though, what would you want this character to represent and stand for? You talked about a lot of this stuff today, uh, but what, what overall would you want that person to stand for? What would I want that person to stand for? Or your character. Yeah. Um... I would say I, w- I would want that, that kid to have courage no matter what people are telling him. And having an internal belief, not, not arrogance, not cockiness, but like an internal belief yeah. that he was tied to do something bigger, that he had a purpose. And I feel like that, that statement right there is powerful, and that's something I'm trying to embody every single day. And you know, that's something where if you're confident in yourself, if you love yourself, if you're able to have confidence in every single decision that you make because you have that purpose and you are truly trying to impact others and, and be a selfless leader, a servant leader, mm-hmm. That's that. there's power in that, and that's what I wanted to embody. Definitely. And, I mean, Walter Payton, man of the year, he, he's serving, but I know he's not, he's, not, uh, he's not finished. You know, I, I can tell you're still hungry, and like you said, you're even hungrier. So I, I love that. Someone who has a purpose and is willing or someone who's willing to, to take a dream and chase after it, go after it. 
you got to you got to be willing to fail sometimes. You know what I'm saying? You learn a lot about that and obviously you hit bumps in the road and there's points where it might seem like failure, but I I don't know who said it, but you know, failure is that point of giving up. You know, it's not it's not about getting knocked down, it's not about getting told no, it's about giving up. And that's failure. And you know, to kind of chase it till the till the bitter end and see the reap the the benefits or the rewards from it is is pretty powerful. Definitely. Yeah. So what would you like the closing characters to say about your character? The closing characters. Uh, closing credits. Sorry. Closing credits to say it like, you know, uh what is that? Like remember the Titans when it's like yeah, uh yeah. all that stuff. Uh the closing credits I would want to be uh that Alec moved back home to Wisconsin was able to start a foundation where he was able to help hundreds of thousands of kids reach their full potentials to find careers careers outside of the general, you know, four-year college to a to a corporate office job to find their true purpose uh to be financially literate, you know, that's a big passion of mine. The money mini camp. The, the money mini camp stuff, selfish Big plug. plug. Yep. <laughs> and um, no, just that that would be the closing credits. Moving back home to Wisconsin, helping other kids chase their dreams, write them out, fulfill their dreams, uh, become the best version of self, and, and to to truly make his little corner of this world a little bit better place. Definitely. And I think you're, you're doing a great job of it. Uh, you know, me personally, uh, you're inspiring me right now. You're helping this little corner out, but... Um, and you've helped me kind of take that leap, you know, bet on myself to do this podcast and who knows where I'll take it, but at least, uh, at least it started, we're doing it and we'll see where it goes from here. So <laughs> no doubt it's going to yeah. be fun, man. Can't yeah, wait so to see it grow. Definitely. No, I appreciate yeah. all that. And, you know, we, we love having you out here. Um, so I'm packing that final question. Where would you say that that comes from? You know, you want to come back to Wisconsin, uh, make a big difference, I mean, you've talked about it basically this whole podcast, but where would you say that really stems from? Would that be your your fear of not being good enough or would it be something else? I think it was how I was raised. I think having the parents that were so supportive um, and you're not blood related. To, I'm not blood related to my parents, but you couldn't. we couldn't be any closer. Mm-hmm. And to understand how powerful that can be for someone to be there for you, um, that, father, that father figure in my, my dad, my mom, I think they raised me, you know, as good as you could have, you know, done as parents. And now it's, it's my turn to give back. And obviously I'm going to try and be the best dad I can be, uh, best father, brother, I can be son, but to reach out to those other kids that may, might be going through adoption, going through those, those image issues, the, the self image issues that I went through the, the mm-hmm. sleepless nights of, you know, having that, that fear of not being good enough or that not seeing that that picture that looks like you're 30 years ahead that you can look at, like a lot of people can see, like mm-hmm. all of those fears in my head, like I want to be there for somebody to to walk them through it, to be vulnerable with them, but then show them a path or, or give them the tools to find their own path to be great in whatever they decide to do. And I think I had that with my parents and, and I was extremely lucky and not a whole lot of people get that. So to have that patience and have that, dedication and the resources to be able to do that for other people. I think that's paying it forward. That's what Green Bay, Wisconsin's all about. I think mm-hmm. that's what this community is all about. So that's how I was raised and that's how I want the next generation to be raised. Definitely. I almost feel like we have an obligation to take, you know, the family name and just take it to that next level. Cause uh, you know, your mom and dad have done some great things. Uh, you're doing some great things and it'll be really cool to see what, you know, little Alec and, <laughs> 
um, you know, yeah, little Alexa, see what they can do. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's that word legacy, right? You got to forge it yourself and it's going to turn into whatever it turns into, but you can, only thing you can do, the only thing you can control is how you show up every single day, how you work towards it, how you're tied into that purpose that we've been talking about uh, this whole time, how you can be with the day ones while you do it. Uh, that's that's what it's all about. Amen. And I love what you said because that's what this is all about, you know, taking those actions. You can talk about it. You know, we're talking about some some stuff, but we also act on it too. And, you know, it, it's all about taking those actions because you're going to thank yourself down the road. Act to the future, baby. Yeah, act to the future. <laughs> Why delay? Start today. Uh, last question. As a hero of your own story, imagine your character has defeated evil or, mm, let's say, Los Angeles Chargers, mm. uh, you know, evil. But uh, all good is restored, but at the cost of your life. You have some last moments to say two or three most important ideas, philosophy, words of wisdom. What are those two or three most important ideas, philosophy, or words of wisdom that you would share with the world to be a better human? That's a, that's a loaded question right there. I know. That's a, that's a big one. So if I de- defeat evil, if I defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, oh, big evil. <laughs> big, yeah, the Chargers aren't um, And I'm dying. I'm on my dead be- deathbed. I got two or three things that I can share to the world. Broadcast it, live stream it. Broadcast it, live stream it. And it's like my my farewell message. Yep. I would say invest in the relationships around you because you can't do it by yourself. That's number one. And that's, you know, definitely what we've been talking about. It's an idea we've been talking about this whole time. Invest in the people around you because you can't do it alone. And number two would be always trust yourself. Always trust your heart. Um, If you pray on it, if you believe it, don't worry about what other people think. Just go for it. Like J. Cole said, if I'm betting on myself, I'm going to double down. <laughs> I completely double down. Yeah, no doubt. Triple down if possible. But, um, thank you so much today, Alec. You've shared a lot of great stuff. Uh, I know I already feel elevated to take this thing to the next level. And uh, I just really appreciate your time here today. No, thanks for having me, man. I, I'm glad... We're doing this. You're taking action steps. I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to be back on for next season or next, you know, whatever uh, next round of stuff you do. So it's cool. I love it. I love sharing my story. I hope someone listens to it. If, if it's just one person, it's, a, it's all made. It's all worth it. One person can listen to this and change something about their life. Definitely. Now, hopefully more than one person listens, but <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, no doubt. It's about the impact, not about the numbers. And uh, I I think you definitely did that. So there you have it, guys. Alec Gangold, fullback for the Raiders, number 45. Also, Money Minicamp does the Monday motivations. Is there any other plugs you want to No, I just want to say Jake Johnson, creator of Act to the Future, producer, everything. Shout out to Jake Johnson for really taking this action step, going across, driving wherever he needs to to get these interviews, to get this out to people. Please, if you're listening, if you're – uh, subscribing, share share this to your friend, share this to a family member, talk to them about it, have a conversation about what we just talked about. You know, share the love, share the vision, and, and then listen to the next one, and then have that conversation again. Follow up. You know, it's almost like a little uh, virtual um, audio book club, so to speak. Yeah. You know, share this stuff. If you've learned something, tell tell it to a friend. Talk to somebody else. Say, 
hey, I just listened to this Act to the Future podcast. Man, my, my man Jake Johnson had so-and-so on. They talked about this. And then just have a conversation. Be honest with one another. Open up. Why not? Why not? I, invest in one another. Invest in those relationships around you and be honest. Man, that's, that's all I can say, man. That's my plug for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Why delay? It starts today. It's time to act to the future. You heard it from Alec. If you had a great time listening today, please share. Have these conversations because iron sharpens iron. And, you know, that's what life's all about. Investing in those relationships and, uh, you know, growing as a person. So that being said, thank you for coming, Alec. I know you got to cut you loose here, but uh, hope you have a, a great uh, great birthday. We'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow. So. Happy birthday tomorrow. Yeah, Let's you go. Too. Peace. Wow. That was empowering. I love the story that Alex shared. And man, did he have a lot of nuggets of wisdom? He was serving us with the 20 piece wisdom nuggets all day. But we covered a lot. And as always, we will finish the episode with three action items to summarize our discussion. If you do decide to take action from this podcast, please share and I will highlight you on our Instagram page or maybe even the next episode. But the first action items is the upside of fear and anxiety. Fear and anxiety can get a bad rap sometimes, and rightfully so. But a young prophet by the name of Aubrey Graham, a.k.a. Drake, once said, Anxiety is a drug that I use to get the job done. Alex's fear and anxiety of not being good enough was and is the chip on his shoulder that motivated him to dig deeper, go harder, and chase after his dreams of making the NFL. Too many of us are living our fears instead of living our dreams. A quote from motivational speaker Les Brown. Alec faced his fears, and now he's living out his dreams. For the first action item, I want you to write this down. What fear or anxiety are you dealing with that you'd like to conquer? If you want to dig deeper, ask these questions. Why is this a fear of yours? And what action steps will you take to overcome this fear? Number two, chasing your dream. Once you get real with yourself on the things you don't want, then it gives you the focus to attack the things that you do want. Once we can overcome our nightmares, break the bondage of fear, we can begin to chase our dreams. Alec loves the locker room, wearing sweatpants to work and growing a beard. He wanted to continue to play football for his love of the game. He found a lot of joy and meaning out of chasing his dream, and it filled his bucket. My second action item for you is to think of something that you want. It could be anything. Write it down and be real with yourself. How do you like to fill your bucket? What does your most amazing future look like? Wow. If you want to dig deeper, what are the rewards of chasing that dream? It could be more meaning, more joy, more purpose, or all the above. And lastly, think of what are the regrets that you will have if you don't chase this dream? Three, invest in the relationships around you. As you face these fears, there's a lot of power and purpose in being vulnerable about your own fears and insecurities with others. Vulnerability is the core, the heart, and the center of meaningful human experiences. Now that Alec has made his dream a reality, he's getting a lot better at talking about his fears and insecurities. 
which is helping others face those fears the same way he continues to face his fears, including myself. So my last action item for you is to dig deep in your relationships, get vulnerable about your fears, your insecurities, your regrets, as well as your dreams and your goals. The best way to invest in your relationships is to have these meaningful conversations and connect with others on a deeper level. And in my opinion, the best relationship to invest in is your relationship with Jesus Christ. So whether it's your friends, family, or God, open up and have these conversations, and I guarantee you'll have more clarity on how you can act to the future and chase your dreams. So to review, one, uncover your fears and insecurities by facing them head on. Two, breaking the bondage of fear allows you to fully go after the life you want, aka dream chaser. And three, be real with yourself and others and invest in your relationships. There's power and vulnerability. Act to the Future is created, promoted, managed, written, and hosted by me, Jake Johnson. There's no team behind Act to the Future. It's just me for the most part. And I can use all the help I can get to grow the show. If you enjoy Act to the Future, please consider leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, telling a friend about the show, and or sharing our episodes on your favorite social media outlet. Also consider following our Instagram page at Act to the Future, or you can check out our website at Act Number Two thefuture.com. That's acttothefuture.com with the number two. If you'd like to support Act to the Future, you can do so at patreon.com slash acttothefuture. By pledging as little as $1 a month, you can help Act to the Future become more sustainable and help me offset some of the costs of the show. That's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash acttothefuture.com. Thank you again for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback on how I can continue to bring more value to you. So don't hesitate to reach out. You can DM me on Instagram at acttothefuture. Share feedback to act2thefuture at gmail.com or on our website, act2thefuture.com.